like the stage reset and house lights. Thanks team for another great show. I'll see you all backstage. This is Designed to Change, Backstage Conversations. How do you feel after this podcast? Perfect. Okay, good, good. <laughs> I think a nice discussion with you. Thank you again for your invitation. Yeah. It was great. It's reassuring. So one of the things I'm, I'm thinking about, um, um, you have developed the building blocks, as you said, early 2000, um, to build ultimately the business model canvas together with Alex. Agreed. So Alex went on a journey to build Strategizer mm -hmm. and, um, and is building a great company. Um, but you stick stick to the university. So explain us what the thinking behind that, because there was a probably um, yeah a challenge and an opportunity to to join them. Um, but then there is a reason for you to stay in the, in the university. Why is that? Yeah, you know we started to work together 20 years ago. He used to be my PhD student. That's the reason why we started to work together. And since that time, we still work together. We live in the same street. We <laughs> meet almost uh, every week. Uh, so it's a nice uh, venture. But, uh, you know, from two different sides. Because of the success you mentioned of the canvases, the books, and strategizer, but also from a friendship uh, perspective. We are good friends. We had some vacations together with the kids and stuff. So it's... Uh, that's for the story, personal story. Why I stay by at the university? Uh, just because I'm a university prof. <laughs> and so I didn't want to change. Even uh, we share and we still create content together. Okay, my job was at the university. I had in total, I guess, uh, 30 or 35 PhD students. So it was nice to work with them. And we still friend with almost all of them, <laughs> okay, inviting at home and so. So, uh, and I had great pleasure to work at the university. It's complete freedom, especially here in Lausanne. I can do what I want, uh, what I wanted to do, and so that's the reason why. And uh, so Alex is strategizer. I'm university, but together we can still create content together and, and animate sessions and conferences and keynotes and and it's um, for my personal reason it's perfect and I guess for is yeah I know that he has also received some offer from some universities and no he, he is an entrepreneur I'm prof but together I think it's our strength also this uh, tandem to create this content with a strong academical uh, foundations, if you want, but also some practical uh, interest for people. That's good one. Do you find it difficult to use your own tools in your own company or in your own environment? No, no. Uh, I don't know. For Strategizer, we use all our tools inside Strategizer. We are focused on tools, so it yeah. means that once is the culture map, once is the corporate identity, sometimes is business model canvas. I think we are uh, in it. <laughs> so it means that tools <laughs> for us, we tools. use uh, our tools for creating our activities and our things. So at the university, I, don't, I didn't try to describe the university with the business model canvas. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Um, I, I have another qu question, and, I, and I, that's, a, that's a rather personal or personal related question. Um, when you said like we use our own tools, um, at, yeah. whatever we do, uh, new new things to develop, new um, ideas to develop. Um, what is it? What's what would be the reason where people, um, our our listeners, talk to when they want to design an event? That um, people, sort of business owners or people in the C-suite, don't allow them to. Um, spend time on that or don't want to spend the time at, at, at that themselves because it's so important but what is the disconnect in 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 thinking to your knowledge because I think because it's time consuming I, I, no no right? it's, yeah. it's time consuming <laughs> but i think if you have if you don't have the volunté to do it <laughs> you will you won't do it. So I think first, I think the C-suite or the uh, top leadership needs to be convinced that it's their own role to prepare the future. And as a coach or a consultant or a prof, it's not possible to force them to do it. You just explain, you can give some example that if you don't do it, it will be maybe a problem in a couple of years. So, okay. But you need to be convinced and you try to convince but it's not your advice that will convince them I think it's inside and you know when Paul Polman which is for me a, a great CEO at Unilever trying to transform you remember when he decided to don't publish the quarter uh, finance uh, report it was a nightmare for him with the <laughs> shareholders and so, so sometimes you need to be to be convinced and trying to force the other stakeholders that you are in the right direction and to confront your ideas and their ideas to go further. But I think this kind of, of convic conviction need to be there if you want to change something. If you have, in Belgium we say, uh, a donkey who, have, uh, who don't need uh, drink, uh, it's not. It's impossible to force them to drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you can bring them to the water, but you cannot force them to drink. Yeah, no. that's, that's the idea. And I think it's the same for companies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think a lot of uh, organizations are thirsty for 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 that water, but sometimes they just don't know right that they need to re rehydrate. Uh, um, what's what's um, just also on a personal question, maybe or on a business question from you as a as a university professor? What's what's on your horizon of change for the for this upcoming year or maybe this this upcoming period? Oh, I think the the, the, the recent crisis showed that even the university have to change. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we have seen that uh, teaching could be done online uh, on physical uh, classrooms and so on. But I think so far nobody found the right mix between both and to have the advantage of the two systems and to organize something which is not just replacing one by one. Okay, so creating the future uh, university, I think it's a, a big question. Here, for example, in Lausanne, EPFL, Polytechnical School, IMD, Big Business School, uh, University of Lausanne, Social Science and so on, created a, cent a common center because they are convinced that the traditional business school uh, not, uh, will not die, but at least will have some troubles in the future and 
do not address the good questions, which is environmental, social, net positive, positive economy, and so on. And so they created this enterprise for society, which is a kind of, uh, which is the embryo of a uh, business school of the future. And I think it's a multidisciplinary with engineer, technology, uh, businesses, uh, social science, and trying together to create and first to teach uh, and to train uh, students for, to deal with the future issues and so on. So I think it's a, uh, an evolution that we can see in the university. So it's a, but it's not easier at the university to create the future because, you know, we are also uh, fossils. <laughs> so it means that it's also a big machine to, um, with a lot of uh, different interests and so on, students, uh, researchers, profs and so on. And so it's not easier at the university than it's at, in the companies. But I think it's progressing. We, have, we can see some uh, universities evolving and trying to at least to create the future or the condition for the future or the behavior and culture for the future. So, yeah. Fascinating stuff. Um, you know, we we look we look at um, these kinds of changes, but also like a university is almost like a mega event, right? Where it's a it's you know a multi year, especially yeah, when sure. people are PhD students, and you have thirty five. You know, in your just in your kind of wake, um, it's such a long transformation from beginning to end. That's that's a that's a fascinating behavior change that you're going through, and it leads to long-term friendships, as you, as yeah, you mentioned. Huh? But you know, I come from information technology. My first, my PhD students was mm-hmm. in information system, mm-hmm. and I progressively shifted towards entrepreneurship, innovation, and so on. So I also evolved my uh, portfolio mm-hmm. of activity yeah. with first students working on programming, databases, <laughs> and uh, simulating, and so on. And shifting towards business model design, business model environment, and so it's evolution. If you're enjoying this conversation, check out the book and full multimedia experience by purchasing your copy of Design to Change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Visit designtochange.online to order your copy and start interacting with more thought-provoking content like this. One of the things I'm very fascinated about what you do and how you do that, and we just saw that in your keynote, is that you are able to command not just um, the room with examples and paper and analog tools uh, that we use with stickers, and uh, but also working with the online audience and allowing them to contribute to the to the learning within that little one hour frame. But also the tools you use are very innovative in drawing and analog digital makes a good mix in what you do. How, how are you using that in practice? You know, in your first, when the COVID started, mm-hmm. and we had a lot of travels before, and so we had to change everything in a few couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So we decided, for example, first to have keynotes and webinars, but also to organize a virtual masterclass with Alex. And since then, we have organized five of them. Uh, and so it took time to reorganize the content for the online activity and mm-hmm. to replace my sticky notes and the physical paper and so on with something with the numbers, letters and so on that you have seen and also using the breakout room, the polls and this kind. That was the first. But the biggest challenge was in August when we organized in the same auditorium the first hybrid event. Mm-hmm. So with people in the room and people online as today. And it was a little bit more complicated because we had to use the physical papers taking notes and so on in the room. At the same time, the people at home 
were able to type in the chat window and the, the letters and the numbers. Mm -hmm. And at the end, it was not done here, but normally we could see the results okay. both. Yeah. Here, they just reproduce my slides, but not the content of the chat window coming from the outside. And <clears throat> that's the same for the polls. Uh, initially, the polls was planned to be done here and online. Mm -hmm. But we didn't see clearly the results uh, uh, on the screen. But I think this one took me a lot of time in July to organize the first event because it was a long read, but it was a workshop, a one-day workshop, mm -hmm. and to organize everything with physical stuff and also virtual yeah. was a little bit complicated to have this feeling that we are in the same room. Yeah. For example, during in August, we had also the people online were on the screen at the time, and so we wanted the uh, we uh, we. Uh, we were able to see the reaction in front of us. Uh, same yeah. for us, yeah. uh, for them. Mm -hmm. They were able to see the auditorium. Yeah. 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 That's crucial, I think. To uh, I, I like the, the inter interactivity in your in your um, uh, one hour uh, speech. I think that is that is crucial to uh, to engage the audience, um, but in a hybrid way. That's much more difficult. And I think you you took a a, a very um, that was a good, good, good solution you, you took. Yeah, but uh, it's also, uh, we can see the importance of the logistic people and technician, mm -hmm. okay? Because, okay, I can design the thing, and they will do this online, this physical, but the, the technician has to reconstruct, rebuild this feeling that you are in the same room, both at home and in the auditorium. And I think we can, they can do something which is very special and mm -hmm. very uh, going in this direction. Mm -hmm. But it requires also some skills and, uh, and I think uh, without the technicians, it's difficult to implement your ideas, your yeah. uh, uh, pedagogical yeah. ideas. We are we are consulting um, yeah. um, Bayer Pharmaceuticals, for instance, and uh, their global t uh, events team. Um, where they are suffering with this, with this as well, right? So the, the technician can only, as you said, uh, I think you gave that example today in your uh, speech, um, we need to create the role of an architect in also in, 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 in event design, mm -hmm. where the architect can only play a good role if he knows exactly what to do and what needs to be on screen and what not. Um, and I think that is what what the similarity is actually what we are trying to do. True. And I was tr pretty amazed what you what you actually that you compared it with an architecture role as well. Mm -hmm. How do you see that um, in terms of when you look at events, right? Mm -hmm. So, and of course, I know you're not you know the, no. a, an expert in events, but looking at that that architect role, as you mentioned, yeah. I am not expert, but I think this idea of architectural mindset is clearly applicable to design event because you design something. Mm -hmm. You have to convince that the customers uh, will love what you will do exactly as an architect. You use some design thinking techniques, uh, testing techniques with the customers. And also, you know, the architects needs to understand enough of the building techniques to because without the builders, it won't be possible to build this kind of thing. So yeah. he needs to create something, to invent something, to design something, but he needs also to be sure that it will be possible to build this kind of thing. And I think for even it's a nice metaphor. Huh? 
Absolutely. Yeah. So, did you feel today on stage like you were in front of a room of general contractors, or did you feel that there's some architecture going on in the room already, or how did it look to you this morning? You know, when you are in front of 200 people, you don't know exactly who they are and so on. So I guess that we had a couple of people more focused on execution and maybe a small number of people interested in <laughs> designing uh, uh, something or trying to innovate or to create the condition for innovation in their own company, even based company. Mm -hmm. So I think um, um, you, you've really helped us... Um, um, connect what's happening in the events industry to what's happening in uh, your world of um, um, not just the business model canvas, value propositions, exploring and exploiting. We're looking at the yogurt, we're seeing the ultimate date at which it uh, will remain good in the fridge or not, uh, and what new yogurts need to be created. Um, we, we are very grateful for the inspiration that you and Alex and the whole team you know, that has been involved in creating that. Um, has inspired us with an event at the Business Design Summit to spark new tools for the events industry. So the event canvas was born, um, the connection has been made. Thank you for bringing us back to those roots and spending a little bit of time with us today. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You've been hanging out backstage on Design to Change Designer Conversations. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe and share conversations online using hashtag Design to Change and hashtag Event Canvas. Want more thought-provoking content like this? Visit designtochange.online to purchase your copy of Design to Change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Don't forget, it's more than just a book. Experience a hard copy, audio format, video format, and even augmented reality. Experience it in your style and format. Tune into our next episodes and hear from more designers and change makers. Until then, we look forward to our next conversation. Say